At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I am your host, Ryan. Thank you for joining me today as we talk about the Halo Infinite flight number two. I talk about both weekends and just my general experience, you know, what I like about the game, what I love, the new additions, and then some things I hope they fix. And uh, yeah, we just do a general overview of the technical flight. So it's nothing but Halo today, so I hope you like Halo, or else this is going to be a real shitty episode for you. <laughs> uh, just real quick, please follow us on Instagram at It Just Works Podcast. Once again, that is at It Just Works Podcast. You can engage in the posts, questionnaires, or polls I do on there, and you're welcome to DM me as well with any questions, concerns, or hell, if you want to be on the show. But please do me a favor. The content is here, but I need you guys to share this with at least one person. You know, if it's a stranger on the street or where you work... Uh, just yell at them and say, listen to the It Just Works podcast. Just throw it in their damn face or your inner circle of friends, family. I don't care who it is. I need you to go out there and say, you need to listen to this show. Even if you don't like video games or pop culture, you should listen to it. And it would be a huge help to me. Uh, it would mean a lot and it would help me grow the show, which I would love to do. So I'm really counting on you guys. If you know, word of mouth is powerful. So if you could share it around, that'd mean a lot. But let's go ahead and cue that intro. for tuning into the show today like i said in the intro we are here to talk about halo infinite the flight number two just finished uh this this monday at 10 a.m i'm recording this on october 5th so i am excited to share my thoughts about halo infinite as a whole you guys know i'm a massive halo fanboy. just can't help it i love the franchise the death it's like my star wars if you like that shit um <laughs> it's a it's a big deal so being able to play the the flights obviously and you know play this game early which you know it launches in December on December 8th it's really cool to check it out you know get a feel for what we can expect with the multiplayer and just share my thoughts with you maybe you were too busy you know you have a lot of responsibilities and you weren't able to play this weekend well this is why you're tuning into this so I can tell you here's what you can expect here's some things I really liked and some things I hope they fix so to start off with the first weekend, the first weekend was specifically uh, focused around playing other players on the existing three 4v4 maps that we played on the first flight. And then Sunday, they also added Behemoth, the first 4v4 map, I believe, to include vehicles since like Halo Reach or Halo 3. And I got to tell you, 
Behemoth is one of the best maps I've seen in a really long time on any video game that has multiplayer. I love everything about it. It reminds me of the mission, The Ark, from Halo 3. Looks like it was ripped straight out of that, or Halo 1. Just It looks incredible. I love it so much. It plays really well, too. Uh, the Warthog was very fun to drive and shoot out of. You know, The Ghost uh, is very, very cool. It was really fun to use the skewer on that map, so a, a open, you know, more open-scaled map to use the skewer on. It was really cool, a lot of fun. It was fun to use the grapple shot on that map. And then, of course, like I said already, that weekend was focused on playing other players, where the first flight was mainly focused on playing bots. Uh, the bots are still fun to play against. I really love this addition to Halo. I think it's an amazing addition that will make the game live on forever, basically. But playing other players was very satisfying. It was so cool to see where other players are at with their skill level already with the game. <clears throat> Excuse me. Or you're playing other people um, that, you know, are like, hey, I just downloaded it this weekend. Don't murder me. <laughs> so it was very fun to play all types of skilled players with my friends. Uh, I really enjoy this game a lot so far with the 4v4. I think they did a great job. You know, Live Fire was the very first map we got. So it's a Spartan training grounds. I really believe the uh, the map is balanced. I love it very much. Recharge was the second map we got, which is more of an industrial map. I also think it's very well made. And then Bazaar was the third map we got for the first flight, which is a Halo 2 looking map, basically. It looks like it's ripped straight out of Halo 2 because it does take place on New Mombasa, which is where you fight on Earth in Halo 2 in the campaign. So, And also play in at Halo 3 ODST. So it's very cool. I love it. It's a, you know, a couple of the symmetrical maps are really well made. I love the weapon placements and the power-ups and the equipment. Um, same difference on that part, but Behemoth was added, and it also is completely symmetrical, and I just love everything about it. The level design has gone up like 10 notches from Halo 5 and Halo 4. They're just very, very good maps. I'm hoping that we get a bunch of maps at launch uh, you know, like I said, this, that weekend was great. I really enjoyed it. However, I played the first flight and the first flight, even though it was mainly against bots, you know, it's still 4v4. I already played on the maps a ton. As you can imagine, I was freaking out to play the first flight cause I've been waiting for Halo Infinite for what, five to six years now. Uh, so I could, you know, I played the hell out of it, the first flight. So that first weekend I played, I think a couple PlayStation's play sessions, excuse me, every day, but not the full time period. So I got my hands on the PVP. I really enjoyed it with other players. And of course, like I said, the bots are great. But the, the big deal here is the second weekend. Uh, the second weekend included Slayer, Capture the Flag, and Strongholds on 12v12 on a map called Fragmentation, which looks like it could be a whole fucking campaign level with how much detail there is and just the beautiful landscape and the forerunner structures. Or, you know, the hexagon-looking structures, which looks like they're, you know, rebuilding a ring. Uh, it just, it plays very, very well. The map is gorgeous. I often found myself, and this, it, I feel like this really doesn't happen in many video games, probably for a lot of us in terms of multiplayer, where I just kept looking around at the map. Like, I couldn't stop, like, just in, enjoying, like, the sun ray, or the god rays, uh, you know, just the level of detail into the forest part of the areas you know it's like got some uh you know greenery and then the the bases themselves the forerunner structures 
uh, it's just it's good man it's really cool it's badass to see big team battle get this nice level of love when halo 5 was a complete disaster when it came to big team battle uh i'm really glad to see that they're not doing that now because i really believe till this day that was a huge mistake and i love halo warzone halo 5 warzone when it launched you know and with a few of the dlc that they've added but i'm really happy to see that big team battle is back and better than ever it is 12v12 as i said you played versus other players there's no bots and you basically just felt like you were in a war the entire time like i I really believe that there is like no downtime when it came to finding another opponent whether i died and respawn or if i killed one and was moving on to the next person on their team i always felt like i was in some type of engagement and i think that is extremely necessary if you're going to make big team battle 12v12 you need to have these maps that truly show off what they can do with the sandbox and I believe they do that. So each map is completely symmetrical. You spawn at a forerunner structure, kind of like Valhalla, which is nice. It's a nice little throwback to Valhalla and kind of like a Timberland as well from the Halo PC version. Um, I, I just, I really love the bases. You spawn with assault rifles and magnums, which we'll get into that whole type of startup or that starting loadout argument later. Uh, there's battle rifles on one rotation and then some other rotations, there's commandos, but then you also got plasma carbines, ravagers, uh, shotguns. They all rotate out between each other, um, depending on what game mode you get and you know, what match you're in. And then you also have a grapple hook, repulsor and fusion coils. So, uh, real quick, we'll just stop at the fusion coils. Cause you're like, Oh, fusion coils. What do you mean? You can pick up the fusion coils. If you hadn't seen from trailers, And you can literally throw them a really good distance at vehicles or other players. And they kind of have like an area of effect explosion where it kind of lingers for a little bit after you throw it. And it it is super badass. I love it very much. I think it's so cool. And just like the, the littlest thing goes such a long way. It's very nice to see them, you know, take a fusion coil that we've had since Halo 1 and go, what? What can we do with that? And, of course, you can pick it up. You don't drop a weapon if you pick it up. You hold your two weapons still. You just walk around with a fusion coil in your hand, and you just toss it. So I would go off the man cannon and toss it at players. I think I only got, like, one kill the entire time I tried this. But it was still very, very satisfying. I enjoyed it very much. You might hear my dog in the background. She's going berserk. Um... (laughs) Yeah, so that was that. Uh, Fragmentation is great. Uh, Capture the Flag felt extremely good on this map. I I love Capture the Flag on this map so much. Uh, Hats off to 343 for this. I I thought they did such a good job. And then then we also have Strongholds. Strongholds is very cool. It is a three-plot capture zone game mode. So you have A, B, and C. Uh, The first team to capture all three scores a point. And to win the match, you have to score three points. And every time a team scores one point, the zones switch to a different location. So let's say my team scored the first point. The next set of zones would be closer to the enemy team's base. And I got to tell you, I love this game mode too. I thought it was so fun and it's very intense. The The battle just was going on and on. And then if you have to fight for one zone, it just it feels like it never ends. And I think this has to do with it being 12v12 and a lot of us are adjusting to this. But it is very fun and enjoyable. I I had so, so much fun with this. And then, of course, we have Slayer. Slayer, you just can't go wrong. It was very great. And I, I love so much about it. 
And, you know, that's what I'm realizing from this flight. <laughs> the equipment, the weapons, the map, the level design, uh, the gameplay, the mechanics. I gotta tell you, Halo, Halo multiplayer is back, and it's back for good. They have some work to do, though, and we're gonna go ahead and get into that. There is some things that I think need to be addressed. So the first flight, and even the first weekend, people have been talking about in some, you know, circles that... The assault rifle is too powerful. Well, the assault rifle and sidekick are your starting weapons. And at first, I, I really couldn't believe this argument because then all I think to myself is all the times I've played Halo in the past years and, you know, a couple weeks ago on an MCC is you could spawn and if someone else has a DMR or a battle rifle, you're probably screwed because you spawn with an assault rifle or magnum depending on which Halo game you're playing, right? And I always felt like there was no chance to really come out of that. Like, it's easy to get spawn killed from that point. They could just nade shot you, you know, hit you with a nade, and then one one burst to the head, you're dead. So, with the assault, assault rifle being powerful, excuse me, you are able to really fight back better than ever, in my opinion. But there's also a big team battle where I noticed on my last PlayStation, excuse me, place, I keep wanting to say PlayStation. I don't know why. I don't even play PlayStation. I noticed that on my last play session on Sunday that too many people in big team battle didn't even care to pick up other guns. Like they were maybe too okay with using the assault rifle only. And that's where I find there to be a problem. And if this is a very thin line, I think, uh, that 343 is going to be walking where the battle rifle is not the only gun in Halo. Those people need to understand that the sandbox is what's most important, and it's every weapon in the sandbox. So we have an argument where people think it should only be BRs, and then you have this where the assault rifle clearly is just a little too powerful, and so now we have the assault rifle that needs to get nerfed a tad, in my opinion. After playing big team battle, there's just too many, too many battles where like I'm at my base, this guy's across the bridge, uh, in between the mountains. So people who played the flight kind of know what I'm talking about, where you pick up the skewer or sniper on its spawn, and I'm getting hit back. I'm like, what is he hitting me with? And I noticed like, holy shit, that's an assault rifle, and a couple bullets here and there, that's fine. But to actually try to go toe and toe with me. When I have a mid to long or short mid and you know long range weapon, and you just have a you know an assault rifle that's close to mid range, you know that's fine. You know I understand that if you burst fire that gun, yes the bullets will hit me, but to actually you know put up a good fight and lower my shields completely, I don't know. I think there's a problem there, so I think we need to reduce the range a little bit on it, uh, just to, just a tad. I you know once again I'm not a developer. I don't know how hard this is. It, it sounds very hard just saying it out loud, but something needs to be done to the assault rifle. It's just a little too good. I know it is an all-purpose weapon, and I do. it's my favorite weapon in Halo, so if I feel like it does need to be nerfed a tad, then that should tell you a lot. You know, Speaking of nerfs and buffs, I think that the sidekick needs a buff. I think it's ridiculous that I can hit precision shots almost my entire mag and still f have to use every round in the magazine just to kill somebody like I, I it takes too long to kill they need to increase the damage on headshots or i don't know but i i feel like it's the odst uh you know magnum that we had in the campaign right where they would say oh you know you, or i just totally said that backwards but the point is <laughs> ignore that ignore that thought because it's the smg that they want you to take the shields out and then put one bullet in with the magnum the point is i feel like a gun like that should be killing people in one mag the gun feels great to use until you don't get your kill. 
I feel like there's so many fights where I started it, I'm landing my shots because now with the way they do the shields, you know, you can change the colors of your enemies and your allies. You can see where you're shooting a, a player. You know, you can see where the opponent is getting hit by your bullets. And I'm getting those precision hits, but I'm not getting the kill so easily. And I think they need to make the sidekick a little bit more powerful. And I would say as close to the Halo 5 Magnum as much as possible. Not the exact same thing. I understand, once again, that we have a sandbox. There's a ton of other weapons we can use. We need to make sure all of them are being used because I hate that some are just utterly useless. And we need to go there. We need to go down that route. But the, the sidekick handgun, it needs a buff. It needs to do more damage. It just It's a little ridiculous in my opinion. Uh, moving on to the sniper rifle. The sniper rifle, they did a really good job. You know, in the first flight, you would like zoom in with a sniper rifle and you'd you would zoom in too far automatically. I don't know why that was a thing, but hey, you know, bugs are meant to be. You know, the flight was a very old build that we were playing on. They fixed it. I still feel like the sniper takes a lot of skill to use. I, it's not something you can pick up and be perfect with right away. You know, obviously some people are better at it naturally. But I do believe the gun is going to take more skill than a lot of halos to use. And I'm really okay with that. Uh, the skewer, I'm getting really good with it. I love that gun. Uh, you know, it's just to skew somebody into like a fucking wall is just the best. Um, yeah, so the weapons are good. I, I think those are the only really big issues. Because I think the battle rifle is good. Uh, real quick, before I forget... You know, you got the commando rifle, which is basically the DMR's replacement, and it's in between the battle rifle and assault rifle. Uh, the first flight, I felt the gun was underwhelming a lot, and they definitely improved it. They improved it here a ton. The gun feels very, very powerful to the point where I think I'd rather have a commando than a battle rifle to start with, you know, if that's the case. So uh, those are my main critiques. For the weapons themselves, the rest of the weapons feel great. Uh, I really don't have any issues with them. Oh, you know what? Shit, I guess I do. I, you know, this is why you write stuff down. This is actually the part I don't have like written down. Uh, the shotguns. I think both the Heat Wave and Bulldog need to be buffed a little bit. But they aren't as bad as like everyone else says they are. Like People are like, oh, they're utterly useless. I didn't find them useless. I did feel, though, like if I'm in your face with a shotgun, like you need to fucking die. So... <laughs> They definitely need a buff, but it's nothing that is going to ruin the game. They are clearly going to get fixed by December, but it's something that we need to voice so 343 can actually you know hear it. But I'm pretty sure the shotguns, once again, have been heard because like a, a lot of people said the first flight, they didn't feel that great. They felt better this flight, but they definitely could use some room to feel even better than they are now. So I believe that's it. I'm trying to think of the guns before I move on because I keep backpedaling uh yeah everything's pretty pretty good uh rocket launcher felt great the ravenger the group the brute uh energy grenade launcher thing i don't even know what you would call it but it is just such a badass gun the sentinel beam and mangler uh were great you can access custom games by doing like a bug and the sentinel beam sounds like a death beam of it like it literally sounds like a glassing beam in the palm of your hand uh they've made that gun sound better than ever uh, the Mangler is basically a brute revolver, and it's the best way I can put it. It's like the wingman from Titanfall and Apex Legends, and it feels great. I love that gun very much. I hope there's an option to like start off with it or something because I love it so much. Uh, speaking of starting off with guns, I love the assault rifle and handguns and Halo pretty much the most. 
I do love the battle rifle a ton. Obviously, look at Halo 2. Uh, man, that gun is so amazing in that game and the audio for it. And, you know, at first I was like, I still like the assault rifle and uh, sidekick starts, but now I'm very convinced Big Team Battle needs to have battle rifle and assault rifle starts. Uh, and I would also say that ranked matches, you know, even the ranked arena, the 4v4, uh, it needs to have a battle rifle. You know, it needs to have that precision weapon you're starting with. Unless they make the sidekick better, like a lot better, then I would say Arena can be like Halo 5 where you spawn with the Assault Rifle and Magnum. They definitely have some tweaking to do there, and I think those are the loadouts. I think there should be ranked Big Team Battle, you know, hopefully at launch, plus the social modes. And that's one of the things I noticed too is like, we have social modes. I still want them to be fun and social, but I think more competitive modes such as ranked, you know, ranked Arena, ranked Big Team Battle... They should definitely try to aim towards those more skilled players that can start with the precision weapons. I think that needs to be a thing. That's pretty much how Halo 3 did it. Halo 3 had no problem starting you off with the saw rifles and magnums and then your ranked playlist had the precision weapons. I want to go back to that really bad. It needs to be a thing, and I hope it is. And yeah, that's pretty much it so far. The, the equipment feels great. The repulsor basically can shoot back rockets, nades, and players. Or vehicles off the map. If you get lucky and you're near, near an edge, you can just launch them off. Uh, the grapple shot is badass. It's the grappling hook. You can basically be like Spider-Man with it. I absolutely love it to death. And I've seen a lot of pros using it. So they basically shoot the grapple hook at like an angle that they clearly don't want to be. And it like perfectly boomerangs them into a room. I, I never really dabbled with it like that. So I can't wait to test that out and uh, get a good feel for it. I'm used to playing Titanfall where it's kind of, I think it's easier to do it. So we'll have to play with that when the game launches or if there's another flight, you know, to try out. Uh, let's see, we got the shield wall. It drops a lot faster now than the first flight. I do like it. I do like that it's like very, very um, temporary, right? So you drop it down. It's easy for enemies to shoot through it. But it's also a good way for you to drop it down and probably not get pushed. You know, there might be a chance someone doesn't want to push you because you just put that up and their first couple shots are going to be, you know, taken up by the shield wall. So I like that quite a bit. Uh, the threat sensor is really cool. It just, you basically shoot a sensor at a wall and in the vicinity, it shows any enemy players that there are. And I was testing it out and I, I put it on a ghost. <laughs> I, there was a ghost that got dropped on the map. And I put a threat sensor on it, and I was literally driving around just scanning enemies, and I thought that was really badass. And this is gonna, this is why the Halo Sandbox is probably one of the best in gaming, next to probably Battlefield. Um, I really enjoyed that very much. Let's see, uh, overshields and camos, great. You know, those are classic. I feel like I'm not really missing anything else. Uh, I didn't try thrusters yet, but I've seen gameplay, and it's more like Halo Five, but you don't go that far. It's very, very limited, and I, I really like that because you're still able to dodge stuff. Uh, one of the other critiques, sorry for the... Uh, <laughs> one of the other critiques I have that I think is a lot of people can probably agree with is the vehicles in Big Team Battle. So I don't want to get too far away and forget, but the vehicles in Big Team Battle, uh, they get dropped in from a Pelican. So you, ha you spawn, each team spawns with, I think, two Mongooses and a Warthog on each base, which is great. Love those starting uh, vehicles. But as you're playing the match, a Pelican will come in and drop off a vehicle. So I think it's like 
depending on what game mode it is, it's like three or four ghosts, and then they'll drop you a wasp, banshee, or in some cases a scorpion. And the thing that's a problem right now is they have a specific drop-off location. Like you can literally plan it out if you're on the enemy team and just go, yeah, I'm going to destroy their vehicle right when it lands or jacket. And that happened more often than not, and I think that is a huge problem. I like the idea of the Pelicans dropping them off. I actually think it's super badass. I just, uh, it's just too predictable. And and it's fine if it's predictable, but it needs to be like in the back of the base where the team can prepare for it and defend it. I'm okay with that. That's a little bit more like cinematic and immersive. But it being dropped off in the front of a check, a stronghold point for each team's base. So like literally in the front of the base, I mean, very, very front before you move into what could be called the middle of the map is just, I think it's just not good. I think they need to change that. And I, I think they will. I don't want to, I don't want them to get rid of the Pelicans. I love seeing it. It definitely adds to, like I said, the immersion, but something needs to be changed there. And they also need to change the ghost drops. I don't want like fucking three ghosts or four ghosts being dropped in a match. Like change it up, you know. I know this is a flight, so I'm pretty sure that's why they did that. They just wanted to limit what vehicles get tested so far. But it would have been cool to see like a root chopper or maybe the wasp dropped off a lot sooner. Uh, But speaking of the wasp, let's move on to that. So the wasp is a single pilot unsc vehicle air combat vehicle i i fucking love it you know when it came out in halo 5 i was all about it i was like this is so sick like i can't believe they added their own vehicle well i'm happy to tell you that it lasts a tad bit longer than halo 5 so far you know in terms of how much damage it can take and the damage it deals is almost spot on like it's almost like very well balanced i think that its main chain gun mode is very very good it's reminiscent very much of the warthog's turret i think it's fantastic and then if you press y on the default controls you can switch to rockets and i think the rockets are good but they need a little bit of a buff they need to do a little bit more damage and other than that i love that vehicle so fucking much to i i I think i have it recorded somewhere and i'll try to post it but i literally finished a game just in the wasp so we were playing capture the flag it was you know each team had two points they dropped the wasp i literally went on a um running riot sorry i had to think of the medals so that's 15 kills without dying in the last like minute and a half if that and then we actually scored a point like we won the match because of that i was able to help the team push defend the team flag carrier got out score the point we won the wasp is amazing. I I love it so freaking much. So so far the mongoose is great. It's super fast. The wasp is beautiful. I love everything about it. I can't wait to use it in the campaign. The warthog is also amazing. It definitely needs a buff in terms of how much damage it can take. Like and I think it flips over a little too much too. They really need to add more weight to it. I understand that the razorback exists, so it can be that beefy warthog, but that doesn't mean the warthog should be so fragile. The ghost needs to be nerfed a tad bit. I think it can take a little too much damage before it blows up. So I would like to see them work on that. Uh, I did try the Banshee out. The Banshee feels very good after a couple of runs. You know, after you use it a couple of times, it does feel good. It still has the Banshee bomb, of course. Uh, you know, and once again for the Ghost and Banshee, the banished colors and, you know, vehicle scheme is just amazing. I love it so much. 
what what do we have next? Oh, the scorpion. Oh my god. So I got in the scorpion for literally 15 seconds off a drop because once again, like I said, you can get ambushed. And I got two kills, but then I died. Uh, the vehicle felt great for the literally the short period I had it, and it looks gorgeous. I saw someone else with it, and uh, I think he went on like a killing frenzy, so that's like 10 kills without dying. Uh, it was very, very cool to see, and the vehicle looks beautiful. It, that, you know, that's that's the thing about this game is the art style is good. The, the guns feel so fun to use. The equipment is very satisfying, and it's not too overpowered or broken. I don't feel like any one person was unstoppable because they had a grappling hook or, you know, camo or the repulsor. I don't feel – and actually, that's kind of a huge applause for 343. Seriously, I just thought about that. Like nothing in terms of equipment felt unbalanced or broken or overpowered. That's that's uh, That's pretty good. Uh, the vehicles, I've already just gone over, like, what needs to change there. The maps, once again, beautiful art style. I love the level design. I think Halo multiplayer is the best it's been in a very long time. Uh, Halo 5 on a surface is actually a very good multiplayer, but it's just not what I wanted as a Halo fan. You know, I do care about what my Spartan looks like, and I think that the Spartans look like shit in Halo 5. I hate the running animation in Halo 5, like... Very nitpicky stuff, but it's stuff that matters a lot to me. Like, this is a game I'm going to sink, like, a couple hundred hours into. So, unfortunately, that stuff kind of means a lot to me. Like, when you sprint in Halo 5, it feels useless. Uh, you know, some people are saying that the sprint just feels just enough better than other games. And I, I agree. I don't think the sprint is broken. Or if you're clambering, which is climbing objects, it feels better than Halo 5. Uh, it, the, the game feels great. The game feels like... Here, we did Halo 5 well, Halo 3, Halo 2, Halo Reach, they're beloved games. It's the 20-year anniversary, like, let's make it as good as possible with all this DNA we have. And that's exactly what they did, and they did a, a little bit more than that. So, one of the last things I want to talk to you guys about is the visuals and frame rate. So, I played on the Series S, so I'm running the game at 1080p, uh, not 1440p, because I didn't have it on that slot, and at 60 frames. So, the game looks gorgeous the frame rate literally never drops and I, I couldn't be happier about that i saw a tech analysis where the series x basically is the best way to play the game and in one side of that token it's like it's very nice to see that consoles are the best way to play halo but at the same time so many people out there are pc gamers and they're ready for halo to launch on the pc or they switch to pc and unfortunately, it does have some issues. So I'm really hoping that the PC issues will be fixed. I know 343 has already acknowledged them. And players were allowed to submit support tickets where 343 can look at some of the issues directly. I do believe PC will be a lot better off at launch. But currently, there is still some concern there. But if you are playing on a console, I am happy to tell you that the game runs even on the original Xbox One. And that is a piece of shit console. I'm not judging. I started off with that one too. So on the Xbox One and One S, it runs at about, I think, a 1080p uh, locked at 30 frames. And then the game on the Xbox One X can also play at 1080p 60 frames. And then the Series S and the Series X, 4K 60 frames. And then 1080, or I believe 1080p 120 frames as well. So uh, the game is in great shape. When you think about it, we are two months out from, or almost three, well, as I'm recording this, three months out 
from you know the game's launch and it's in this good of a state i could not be happier to experience this play this with any of you who listen who you know play with me uh any of you who could play with me in the future i will be obviously playing this game a lot when it comes out uh i think there's a lot to be excited for um i'm not trying to get overly hyped though because the game's already been delayed there's been so many changes made the game's not launching with co-op and forge forge i'm still okay with it's co-op that i have a massive issue with and also the biggest thing is we haven't seen the campaign yet since its original uh showcase uh last year so like full-on gameplay we saw some cutscenes and they did look nice at e3 but i i really want to see that campaign i want to see some gameplay Uh, i really want this game to be as good as possible and so far it really is on the right track with the right adjustments the multiplayer is in very good hands. I don't think any of the, I think the season pass is great. You know, it's free to play, so they got to make their money back. I don't think the store is too egregious yet with the, what they're asking, because you can pretty much figure out how much things cost uh, right now. I do think uh, this is the best we've had it in a really long time, and I'm really hopeful for the future of Halo. But three four three needs to stay on track and actually deliver on what we're seeing so far and and then above and beyond that because there's some things that need to be fixed before launch and then you know they've already cut enough so nothing else can be cut like they need to launch this game with what we've seen and maybe then some but the campaign needs to be solid so far what they've talked about and the very few things they've shown look great but i would just say remain cautiously optimistic that's what i do and that's it. That's, that's the Halo uh, technical flight, man. I, a Halo Infinite technical flight. I can't even talk. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you're excited for Halo like I am. If you have any more questions that I did not answer in this episode, please reach out to me. That is at It Just Works Podcast on Instagram. Once again, that's at It Just Works Podcast. If there's anything that I talk about on this podcast that you have questions about, I can probably answer your question. I, I try to be like a human encyclopedia for a lot of the stuff I talk about because I just love it so much, especially Halo. I mean, Halo's right there. So be sure to share the show with anybody you know in your life that might be interested. It would mean a lot to me. I would, you know, I'm having a tough time growing the podcast, but you know, every day we'll work towards it and it will get better. So Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you all are happy and healthy, and I hope you have a wonderful week, and we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, 
and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 